The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is crack and Playboy? It's been a rough week for me, honestly. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We took a whole week off from recording. Um, we did indeed. But yeah, I mean, I'm doing okay. It is what it is. I'm probably still in shock. Uh, I don't know if John knows this, but my died a week and a half ago no no i didn't and uh we took a week off because um i just didn't feel like doing the show and actually chuck chuck motherfucking banks just came into the <laughs> chat i missed his show too i had to reschedule just because i didn't feel like i could bring yeah my normal humor so yeah yeah so yeah i mean my my buddy mike anybody that's worked with me in the paranormal has met him oh, yeah. uh, i was friends for 20 years so it's just well, crazy. My condolences. Sorry to hear about that, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's kind um, of like but the, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I still be going over to his house tomorrow with his parents to look through some stuff. I'm sure it's going to be rough, but um, he's only 42 years old, and it's fucking crazy. Just a freak accident because we were just doing shit a week ago and we had plans for shit and yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't want to bring everything down, but I want to explain to people why we took a week off and whatnot. And actually, over the weekend, I went out and got like three hours, four hours worth of audio from a fair that I went to. So that'll be coming soon. To hell people. yeah, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be very good. Now, for those of you that other voice that you're hearing right there, that's our good pal, Mr. John Helia. Are you there, John? I am here. God. Hey, guys, thanks. Hell yeah. Thanks, Josh. Dude, thanks, my, Jason. My I, I'm, I'm happy audio. to be on the Ectoplasm show. Oh, it's, it's good to have you, my friend. Now, you and I, we just got done hanging out in St. Louis. We did. And, and I think, uh, I, I don't know, I hope I didn't run you off, man. I was on a roll talking. but Not at we all. Had a really, hey, we had a cool time talking about everything, life, and, and a little bit of our own adventures. And, and uh, hey, it was at the Blueberry Hill, so a lot, Shit, of, yeah, dude. a lot of history there with chuck berry and all that kind of stuff so yeah pretty cool place to meet up dude that was great the food was fucking fantastic man like i was blown away it's like <laughs> damn it like i yeah. can eat here probably every day every freaking oh, yeah. day now i'm jealous yo dude <laughs> dude it was so good <laughs> like seriously now now yeah. john for those of our listeners or whatever that may not know you um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh maybe even a little bit of what got you into the field well, I, I tell you what, I, I've been around paranormal about, oh gosh, 20 years and uh, had experienced it as a, a kid. Most people have different uh, when they, I don't know, kind of like awakening when they have their paranormal journey start. And mine was a kid and uh, had a lot of ex unexplained things happen. And uh, man, it just kind of evolved. And, and uh, then I started doing some investigations before it was kind of the thing. And 
and uh, not n anything high tech, but a lot of private stuff. I've never done any club stuff or or group things like that, but I've been blessed to be around some gifted people, and it just kind of evolved from there. Uh, man, I've hit all kinds of different states, different places, and like I said, doing stuff privately. And man, I've I've uh, I've encountered everything literally, and. Uh, then I was blessed there for a while. I was a part, which I still am. I still am affiliated with Limp Mansion, the historic Limp Mansion in St. Louis. But yeah. uh, there for a few years, I was doing tours and uh, letting people know uh, different insights on what to look for when they're uh, doing paranormal investigations and kind of giving them the tools and and uh, things like that. And uh, literally talk with people from all over the world. So uh, it, it was really interesting. And uh, Man, I branched off and uh, started Hot Rod Paranormal. I'm a classic car guy, so that's my other passion. So people kind of think it's a gimmick, but it's really the, my way of life. So uh, been around cars, been around hot or, uh, hot rods and, and uh, paranormal and stuff. So started Hot Rod Paranormal. And then, uh, oh, about a year ago, I had a, a just kind of fell into a opportunity for radio. So I have a a radio show if anybody wants to check out man we talk about everything but uh it's hot ride paranormal radio we're on all the apps everywhere coast to coast we got followers and big following in germany and australia and and uk so we're all over the place and uh it, it's just been a fun it's been a fun journey so it's still uh it's still evolving still continuing with a lot of interesting things it's good stuff brother it's very good stuff Thank well we're, we're glad to have you that's for damn sure well, thank you. Thanks for having me Absolutely. on. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm uh, like I said, it, it's, it's been a journey, but man, I tell you what, it's, it's been an exciting thing. No Indian curses, no uh, uh, demonic forces with me. It, it's been evolving <laughs> into positive things, man. So if you go in with a positive attitude and a positive outlook, uh, positive attracts positive. So uh, yeah. I've been blessed to meet a lot of, a lot of interesting people along the journey. And it's not big name people. It's, it's, uh, I mean, the people there week after week and doing different things and, and people like yourself. So so it's been awesome. It's been awesome. Dude. It's definitely crazy to see how many people come from different walks of life, from all different kinds of backgrounds, and here we all meet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like with this yeah, general yeah. interest. Because um, <laughs> it's, it's something weird, man. It's one of those things that we all want to know what the hell happens. You know, when we, you know, expire, what happens? Um, exactly. And, and, and I tell you what, sometimes, I mean, it, it takes a, either you're going to run from this stuff and think, man, this stuff's too crazy. It's too freaky. I'm not going to deal with it. Yeah. Or it's going to draw you in and then you're going to get educated as much as you can. And, and you're going to, you know, try to advance yourself, get around positive people, people that can help you. And, uh, man, you, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just been an interesting journey. You just keep getting sucked in, at least for me, it, you want to know more, you know, each, each excitement, each adventure, adventure, uh, it just keeps drawing in for the next. So it's, it's, man, I mean, it, it pulls you in. It really does. Absolutely. Now, where can people catch your show? Uh, they can find me at, uh, WCJV digital broadcasting. We're on all the apps, uh, literally everything. Um, or you can, you can find us on, like I said, every kind of app, uh, you can go to my website, um, hot rod, paranormal radio, Facebook, and, uh, just a little website. It's kind of for the non-technical people. So, uh, it's an easy way to find all the apps and find all the shows and, uh, everything's archived as, as you guys, but, uh, 
yeah, you, you can literally find me on all the apps, YouTube, um, gosh, Pinterest. I mean, any, any kind of app I'm, I'm on. So, uh, you can find it under WCJV, uh, digital broadcasting, or you can find it, uh, under hot rod paranormal radio. Very nice. And, and the show's on, uh, Wednesday nights at eight o'clock central time. So, uh, it's always fun. It's always fun. Now I'm going to be on this show, uh, the end of next month. Is that correct? Is that when we slotted that in? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be sliding in there, so uh, I'm I'm happy to have you on. We're gonna we're gonna get down to business. I would say with uh, some of your journey and some of the things that you've experienced, and and uh, your little bit of things that uh, you know kind of got you to this point. So yeah, I'm 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 excited to pick your brain a little bit. Oh, this should be good. I just I'm just you know more interested in you know showing up my buddy Chris Case, who's going to be on the week before me. So. I got. I got to. Well, you know. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I hate to say, Chris is is coming on, and uh, yep. uh, Chris said you're going to have to step it up. I so know. I, I don't know I if know. Chris is listening. I hope he is. He, he well, I'm not going to repeat everything he said, but uh, he, he just said you're going to have to step it up. I I don't know you that well. I don't want to offend you, so, so uh, it's going to take a lot to offend me, dude. <laughs> I don't really get offended. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh my God! So All right. I don't know if Josh is going to be able to make it because we haven't. Him and I haven't talked about it yet because he doesn't really like me because what I won't fuck, man? tell him a certain <laughs> word. Yeah, because um, you know ne- you won't say that you love me, which is bullshit. Um, I say but I we love may you all be the time. coming. I will be coming, but he may be coming as well. Back to St. Louis in May for yeah. a metaphysical fair. I've been invited to cover yeah. for the show and whatnot so we should definitely get together and do something then i know that our buddies uh three girls in the dark want to do something as well when we're in town okay dude we should go back think, to that place that blueberry hill we should go back there yeah yeah oh and uh our your replacement over the weekend josh <laughs> eric know, dude, wants to come as well oh dude that <laughs> so. would be so much fun well, so, I, yeah, it's uh, one of the weekends in May, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure out something. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. And, and like I was telling Josh, I'm, I've been around this for, for a long time, and everybody now that I'm kind of in a different format in the media that I've had a few people either want to know what this gimmick of this hot rod ghost is, they don't know the, what <laughs> the heck that is, or uh, they'll, they'll pick my brain. I, I was kind of explaining to him. I said, it's kind of like I'm the new kid in school. I'm out on the playground. I'm wanting to play basketball, but nobody wants to play with me. So they're all trying to figure out what I am and, you know, tell me their stats and everything in basketball. And, and man, I'm just wanting to, you know, I'm just wanting to shoot some hoops a little bit. But, uh, no, it's cool. I'm I'm just kind of the guy, like I said, I've I've been by myself and doing this journey with uh, just a few professionals over the years and hitting places. And uh, and so a lot of these groups and different people, unless they've been to Limp Mansion and and, uh, experienced – some of the stuff that we've done together on tours and things like that, then they, they probably don't know who in the hell I am. Yeah. I hear you, dude. I totally hear you. Freaking, um, what was I going to say? Damn it. It's gone. I don't know. I screwed you up. I'm no, sorry. it's not sorry. you. Oh, <laughs> so gentlemen, I want to get into, I want to get into to some, uh, some paranormal current events here. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, Koopsik, a while back, we've been talking about this whole idea of the flat earth and all of this bullshit, right? Okay. Oh, yes. You know what? Dude, I think the, I guy, it to you. the guy that wanted to strap a rocket to his ass and like fly yeah, up. He, did, he, did fly he fucking out. did um, it, man. He did it. Before we get into that real quick, I will mention what? that the flat earth 
uh, convention in Denver did get back to me, and oh. they're putting us on the list. They haven't approved it, but they're putting us on the list for press passes. So what? Hopefully, we'll what? be able to get press passes and go to that. Oh my Anyways, fucking yeah, god! Anyways, yeah, but I saw the video of him shooting. Like it was just a so, crappy like yeah thing. Oh, okay, I think back I up. could do. Better. I, I, I'm missing <laughs> something here. So, so somebody straps a, a, a rocket. rocket like on okay, like on uh, Looney Tunes or whatever yes. to their back. That's exactly exactly what he says. Oh is he god. compares himself to like Wiley e. Coyote? Now check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it says, "Ask any flat Earth supporter." What their biggest fear is, and it's likely that they're going to tell you some variation of having uh, like everything that they believe just come crashing down, right? Um, for one unlucky enthusiast, that's exactly what happened <laughs> in the most literal sense of the word. Mike Hughes is his name, uh, particularly outspoken gentleman. Um, he was the guy then subject of some headlines from various news outlets across the globe last year when he made an outlandish promise to craft a rocket of his own, one that and would take him to shut him down. Yeah, fuck yeah, actually. they did. Yes, they we did. We covered that on the show <laughs> now, too. One that would then take him to such an altitude where he could then prove that what he believed in was in fact truth. So he was looking to prove the fact that the Earth was flat. Now. It says, unfortunately, uh, it was far from smooth sailing for Hughes as his homemade rocket made entirely of scrap metal and costing in the neighborhood of 20 grand. It uh, wasn't able to sustain the kind of flight that he had hoped for. Um, what he was able to successfully launch then himself and his rocket off the ground, he spent a total of approximately four seconds in the air um, before his world collapsed. For $20,000, uh, twenty grand, you got a hell of a flight. <laughs> oh we even yes. talked about we did how talk it's about only, this. What, what was it, fifteen to sixteen, maybe $20,000 to yes. do the uh, low Earth Yeah, but you got to have like things. a pants-off dance-off up there, right? Like in zero gravity, like you have but a still, dance party. I mean, for $20,000, he could have bought a plane. Yep. That would work better than this thing. <laughs> so, yeah, so what was his point? He was just going to fly up there, try to get a fly good up. look and see if he yep. can. Exactly. So he Have could observe kind of then. Down, yep. So he could observe <laughs> like the uh, the the curvature or lack thereof of the Earth. Um, he wanted to get up to that type of altitude. Now it does say uh, after being examined by doctors. I mean, he did live. I mean, he you know he didn't was, pass away. That was away. my next question. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> so after being examined by doctors, uh, he escaped the crash with nothing but a bad back, really, and. Uh, while the authenticity of that statement has been put up for debate, he remains lucky he didn't sustain, you know, life-threatening injuries as a result of the efforts here. Um, his launch reached a top speed of 350 feet, reached a maximum altitude of approximately 1,875 feet before things went awry. <laughs> Shit That's went not sideways. High at all. There's <laughs> no, it's really not. Well, exactly. Yeah. Now uh, parachutes. Well, what the hell? What was his parachute? Was it made out of a well, quilt? Now, what? here's what's funny about this. Okay, <laughs> so parachutes, which Hughes claimed were purchased by NASA, were then deployed, allowing him to steer clear of any serious damage. It remains yet to be seen, then, uh, if Mike is going to, you know, reevaluate this expedition and plan for another launch in the future. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> but, like, it's, well, yeah. uh, it's interesting, though. Um, but, yeah, the crazy bastard, he did it. He freaking did it. Um, oh. 
Wow. I know. I do know. Last year, yeah, the government shut him down. The government said no. Um, there's absolutely no way you're going to do this, um, which well, a lot of people thought was, was bullshit. You don't know who you're going to land on, but really, they just wanted to <laughs> shut him down so that he couldn't prove it. Right. Right. That's got to be it. Yeah, it's got to be it, man. It's got to be it. Fucking ridiculous, though. Oh, I'm just glad. God. I'm so glad that he was able to do this. Um, but yeah, like you said, man, for 20 grand, you could do a lot with 20 grand. You could do a lot with 20 grand and get yourself up there. Um, I mean, even if it was just for a matter of minutes, you know, just a few minutes to really observe and, and see, I, geez, just crazy shit, man. That is, (sighs) that is. Oh, did it say in there how high he had hoped to get to? No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say that, what he was uh, aspiring to there. It doesn't say, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, he made it 1,800 feet. Oh, my God. Damn near 1,900, but, yeah, that's about well, it. Hey, and, and not getting off topic here. But did you did you guys happen to hear this? Now we heard this around here. Now this is some crazy. This would be my luck. So did, <laughs> did you did you hear about Charles Manson? So they finally laid him to rest. Did you hear the story? No. Okay. This is this is something. Now this is the news that they were playing around here in St. Louis, and I'm thinking, oh my God. So they finally get old Charlie. He's he's uh, cremated. I guess his son is uh, assuming his ashes so they're doing a private ceremony so this has been some time since charles manson has passed away they sure. wanted to all, all the kind of a crazy followers to kind of drift away from this media thing and do this thing privately yeah, yeah. so so they have the funeral uh he's cremated they have his ashes they're going to dump his ashes in a creek okay so he was a human you know he didn't have the right right path to follow but but he was a human sure so they have this, they do a little ceremony right when they dump the ashes, wind kicks up and it blows on everybody. So Charlie's on everybody <laughs> at the at the funeral. Did you guys, so you didn't hear oh, about that? I did not. People were freaking out because now they're going home, they're, they're thinking, oh my God, we got some Charlie on us. And then they're going to think it's bad juju going home. So so yeah, he, he literally blew around the people that were when they were throwing oh. them in the creek bed. Saying their goodbyes, he uh, he pops, he blows all over the place. The wind kicks up. Oh my God! Oh, isn't that something crazy? Dude, that's nuts. That reminds me of a story. <laughs> that reminds me of a story because I'm a big Nirvana fan, right? So, yeah. Um, now apparently, what had happened was they cremated Kurt Cobain's body. I didn't know any of this, but apparently one day, uh, Courtney Love was going through some. Uh, airport somewhere but she had on this little backpack it was shaped like a teddy bear and it was just a very small little backpack it was around you know on her back and uh apparently tsa stopped her they're like ma'am we we have to check this backpack you know i'm sorry we have to look into the backpack she she was okay with it whatever um they unzipped it and it poofed up into the ventilation system and all this stuff and they're like what the fuck is that and she's like, that's my husband. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, he- <laughs> he's like, Poor- <laughs> a little piece of Kurt is floating around at some freaking airport somewhere. But yeah, man, just he's- nuts. Oh, my God. Nuts. No, right? I didn't hear about that. Yeah. I, never I don't know about that. <clears throat> I forget which book I read. It was pretty much right in the beginning of the book. I forget which it was, what it was. But yeah, craziness. Craziness. Wow, that is that is crazy. So, yeah. 
All right, Koopsik, what do you got for us? I got I got, I got another conspiracy. I'll uh, flat Earth, but I don't have flat Earth. But oh, okay, <laughs> I got all uh, excited for a second. Surprise! <laughs> and I'm sure that they already have this, but I'm going to go ahead and read it anyways. Yeah. The U.S. military is working to create voices out of thin air. All right. So it says uh, the art of deception and misdirection creates the illusion. The same is true of holograms. Any sound seeming to come from a hologram is actually emanated from a speaker at or near the location. To the dismay of followers of, I don't know who they are. Uh, anyways, the military is close to perfecting perfecting the ability to create voices at a distance out of thin air. Uh, the new weapon. Oh, they're calling it a weapon. Well, of course they are. That's what they do is they weaponize shit, man. This sounds like a lot of fucking fun, but now they got to weaponize it. Damn it. Like <laughs> It's called the laser-induced plasma effect and has been under development for a few years at the Pentagon God, Joint the Non-Lethal shit. Weapons Program. Uh, the group chartered to make weapons, devices, and munitions that are explicitly designed and primarily employed to incapacitate targeted personality, or personnel, not personalities. <laughs> um not permanently injure anyone. Uh, let's see what else. There's more commonly referred to as the space between shout and shoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm that trying to scan ahead because I don't want to get into all this mumbo jumbo. So how does it work? Yeah. It starts with a laser. Uh, a certain type of laser would shoot high intensity ultra short pulses for 10 to 15 seconds at a spot in space. Where it turns the air into a ball of plasma or electric... This sounds like a weapon. Well, yeah, Next, kind of. the plasma ball is hit with a beam from a nano laser. Fuck, this An is extra cool. tiny laser. Uh, at just the right wavelength to manipulate the plasma until what? it emits a sound that resembles a human voice. So they're actually creating the voice Dude, that's there. So, not so some badass. kind of projection to a spot. They're creating right. a human voice within this plasma right ball. <sighs> somewhere dude now it amazing. doesn't go into it here but I w- that could be perfected to be tiny enough that it doesn't harm you but you can hear voices right. in your head so think I about think. this like what they really need to do instead of just having like a voice or whatever what they need to be creating is like in essence a haunted section of this like if you create like ghosts and shit like you've seen the holograms right these holograms that people will put up and it looks like these fuckers are in your window (laughs) or coming out of your door like just with a very very small mesh screen and a projector anybody could do this um i actually have a projector getting delivered here to the house tomorrow i'm fucking stoked for halloween but i will say like why don't you create like a haunted location because i don't give a shit who you are or how big and bad of a of a terroristic threat you are you're fucking afraid of ghosts like i promise that (laughs) these dudes could be shitting their pants all over all over the place so instead of just like a voice going like over here nobody fucking cares about that like get a fucking nasty looking ghost going like you're gonna die and all this weird (laughs) shit and then they're like freaking out it could be amazing Paranormal warfare. I'm just spitballing here, guys. I'm just spitballing. <laughs> but I am going to make a call to the Pentagon tomorrow. Just going to yeah. throw this, uh, you know, it, it, take it or leave it, guys. Take it or leave it. 
So this technology in and of itself, how they do this might be a new uh, way for them. But mm. and yeah, it does come from a show, but it that's just like anything else online. I remember one of uh God, what's his name? Uh Jesse Ventura's shows. Yeah, buddy. Where he interviewed a dude that <laughs> said that he used to work yeah, he interviewed lots of dudes. Yeah, but, oh yeah. Uh he, he sat down in the house with this guy and this guy played something and Jesse could hear the, the music in what? his head without headphones and, and nobody else could hear it. And he claimed that this was a device used in airports at suspicious suspects. They would focus in on them and make, try to make them re-question what they were there doing. What? Almost you, you like never the, saw that no, one? Almost no. like the voice of reason? Well, not even the voice of reason, just to kind of fuck with them just enough to make them think, maybe I can't wow. get away with this. Wow. Or, or that they were being watched in some way so, or whatnot. But in essence, he also though, showed off all these other little devices that he had. One was a little rock. It looked like a rock. It looked exactly like a rock that you could be thrown in a yard. Yeah. And it could pick up all the audio in the house, oh. any like Wi-Fi signal, garage door signal, everything, and record all of it. I'm sorry. It just looked like a little rock in your yard. That and right they had there. a little fly thing that they could shoot, and it would just like splat on the back of your car. That would do the exact thing, same thing for what's inside of your car. It could listen oh. to any conversation in there, follow where you're at, and transmit it all back to somewhere else. I am so excited for the future of paranormal investigation, especially <laughs> because you know that in 15 years, that shit's just going to be, you could buy that shit at Target. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't even give a fuck. That's what it's yeah. going to be. That is insane, though. So if they're testing this shit at, like, airports or whatever, and I, I say testing, uh, I could only imagine that would be more or less like a beta version of what they're trying to pull well, off. Well, this and... was, like, five or six years ago that it was on the so, show, and wow. everybody knows that anything that the government has put out there publicly yeah, dude, or yeah. anybody that's seen anything in any sort of fashion, they've been working on for 30 years. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. So Guaranteed. it's... They have this already, this thing that have you guys someone's voice somewhere. Have you guys we seen like the uh interacted the, with it? The glasses that you wear. You put on glasses and you can hear music. You can hear like, you know, top forty tunes or whatever. Like I don't know. Like I saw people on the streets like doing this. They put on this pair of glasses, it just looks like a pair of sunglasses, and they're like, Holy shit, like how am I hearing music right now? Like super weird shit. But yeah, it's out there, man. It's out. Yeah, that's the bone conducting stuff. That's it's it. Actually yes. In the um, yes. In the uh, the the sides, whatever those are called, that go behind your ears. Yeah, sure. Why not? It conducts with the bone because they have headphones that do the same thing. It's your side. They bones. actually go behind your ear and just conduct through the bone, and you can hear it through the side bones. Wow. That's what. That's a technical term. Side bone. <laughs> the side bones. Side bones. <laughs> the old side bones. <laughs> <laughs> the old side bones. The old side bones. Oh my god, that's great, dude. No, I have not heard about this though, but I am again super stoked now. I really want to see this shit in action. I want to see people freaking uh, it's out. Probably already in action. You just don't know that they're using it I on know. you. Not on me. I mean, me. we all know that everybody up there around that Offutt Air Force Base is being monitored, including you. You know what? Listen to yourself. I, I don't want to think about them, like, listening to me. I don't want to think about that. 
I want to. <laughs> I mean, until I put it out there publicly right now, they might not. I don't think I have that kind of influence. But that's where the president goes. That's where the president actually Shut goes I know. in Shut case up. of an emergency. Is that Air Force Base right outside your house? You're a dick. Like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> God. It's crap, man. It's total crap. I got a cough, I think. I told you, Josh, about my buddy that got questioned by the Secret yes. Service walking around a public park outside right of there. that yeah. Air Force Base. Yeah. They were doing like they touchdowns. Took his, they took and... his camera. He, yeah. They took his camera SD card. It's so ridiculous. What? Oh, yeah. He was just hiking just... on public land. And at one of the versions of Air Force One was doing practice landings. And just in case he took pictures or videos of it, they took his they SD took card. Yeah. Oh, man. Be like, you know, I'll just gladly turn around and walk the other way, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you don't got to do that. <laughs> Shit. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's uh, let's take a little break, and uh, we will be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. One night. One location. One group of friends pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how, how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being an a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. So, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the Abrush with Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshhurd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the ectoplasm show. joshhurd.net. 
All right, we're back. Round two, ectoplasm show. Welcome back. Goodness. I don't even want to get into what we're talking about on the break. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. It had yeah, to deal yeah. with aliens and all that fun crap, though. So you guys know yeah. what. Yeah, you know my thoughts on that. Oh, my I God. have it recorded. I actually recorded <laughs> the video. So oh, I have man. everything we just said. That's oh, just man. grand. And that was said when I was out of the room. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you might be in trouble then, Josh. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Dude, do you remember we, we were uh, we were talking about that Fukushima blast or the that started to contaminate the ocean? Yeah, it's still contaminating the but ocean. People just don't pay attention to it Exactly, anymore. but apparently we're talking like over 30% now of the Earth's oceans have now been affected in some way, shape, or form from this uh, Fukushima thing. Like, was it a meltdown? Is that what happened? It was the earthquake like, that cracked one of the reactors open that's what and it was. melted down and leaked out into the ocean. The water did. Freaking ridiculous, man. It's still, and it's, it's still, still going. Like the, it, all they can do is try to contain it. But if, the, if there's actually, if there's another halfway decent earthquake right outside of there, it's completely just going into the ocean. My God. Yeah, I mean, it says here it's estimated that over 80% of the radioactivity caused by the meltdown itself of, of those reactors ended up reaching the Pacific Ocean. Okay, oh, so crap. that kind of destruction at play is far more treacherous than even, like, the Chernobyl. You know what I mean? Like, good Christ, can you imagine? But, yeah, like you said, nobody's paying attention to that because we'd rather, I don't, I don't know what we would rather talk about i don't want to get into politics <laughs> yeah but god man just ridiculous shit man i don't know if you had uh seen that i just came across that shit i mean i knew that it hadn't been contained so i knew that they were still at the point of whatever they were at before yeah <sighs> what the fuck is this what okay Gentlemen, yes. uh, apparently there's an alien car company that gets to Mars before Elon Musk's Tesla Roadster. Didn't know if you knew that. Um, I, I did. There's I a, did hear about the Tesla. There is a, uh, there's an image so here. This is that, a different one. This right? is a different one here. Uh, oh, okay. It says, in this image, we can see what looks like something shaped like a car. Which it does um, after completing. This is a crap story. I don't know, man. This looks pretty legit to me. <laughs> it looks like a car on the surface of Mars. But then here comes all these freaking people bitching about NASA covering everything up. And it like NASA this, NASA that. They're never telling us the truth, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's probably fake, but fuck, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's two cars up there? Yeah. I heard about the yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. No, that one's still planted firmly on Earth in a green room. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. No. I forgot. Yeah. I don't know, man. I still think I still well, think that it's. That you know, we, that, that car, too. I think that's like a $100,000 car plus, I think. Dude, that's the hooker know, that, in the trunk that he was wanting to get rid of. Oh my God. Yeah, and, and then you got that poor guy that's got that scrap metal rocket, you know, and he's up there with a quilt flying down. 
<laughs> in his homemade parachute, and this guy's got a hundred thousand dollar Tesla that he just shot up to the moon. You know, oh pissing away a hundred thousand dollars. My God, that guy's probably just slamming his head up against the wall oh my in his God. shed. It's so freaking great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! My God, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, it is. Oh my God, man. <laughs> Crazy so I have a I have a story here that ties a bunch of stuff together. Possibly, um, let's let's see what it's about. I haven't read it yet, but uh, more mystery aircraft seen circling the skies above Seattle. I didn't know if a bunch had already been. Okay. Uh, it says in August of last year, aviation watchdog sites noticed some strange aircraft activity about central Seattle. So that that reminds me. Did you know that there, there really is these watchdog groups? They'll go and sit in lawn chairs outside of Air Force bases just to watch what's taking off. Really? And, and yeah, just, I mean, a lot of them are just, they're air, you know, air, aeronautic enthusiasts and they, they enjoy doing it. But, sure. But there really is that community out there that just watches everything that's taking off at different bases and whatnot. If they could get close enough, of course. Interesting. Anyways, it says that aircraft eventually identified as a high-tech spy plane used for visual reconnaissance, but its flat gray paint job and lack of identification numbers left the <laughs> identity of the controller a mystery. Uh, what little else to go on, or with little else to go on, the story faded in the ether 24-hour news cycle. So, yeah, the story just disappeared. Nobody knows Damn. where the plane came from. Uh, that makes what I saw this morning even a little more compelling. I mean, I know what it's kind of about. Did you guys know that we kicked out 60 Russian diplomats today, and most of them were from Seattle? What? No, no. Yeah, it was, uh, that was today? a news alert on my phone this morning. Yeah, what? so 137 different Russian diplomats around the world have been kicked out of their prospective countries and sent back home. There's something going up with, I mean, it started with the poisoning of the ex-Russian military person in Britain, but since then, 137 Russian uh, diplomats in different countries have been sent home. <sighs> I remember and when 60 of them just today from the United States, and many of them from the Seattle area. Now, That's you and I have tired. talked at great length about this, and we started talking about this about bullshit. Russia, yeah. we, yes, specifically Russia, but we started talking about this when it initially started to happen, which was last year. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always been grumblings. I mean, we've always had our shit with Russia. Of course. And officially, the Cold War ended before you and I were born, Josh, really. Yes. Um, but there's a lot of people that are, st are talking about how there's a new Cold War brewing up, and the Russians are very happy about it. <sighs> Anyways, let's skip. Let's, let's we'll we'll pin Fuck. that for a little bit later when we talk about the end of the world. Let's let's Just talk more about Fuck. these mystery planes flying over Seattle. Okay. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> However, this week another mystery plane turned up over Seattle. Again, circling a small, specific area for hours, which included areas inside the airspace of Seattle International Airport. So the airport had to have known that it was there. This time, though, the airplane was clearly an instrument of war as opposed to spy craft. What exactly is going on in the skies of Seattle? And they have a picture of it, and I wouldn't say it's a war plane. If this is the actual plane... Um, I mean, it's definitely a military plane, so I, they could say it's a war plane, but 
I would. It could be a bomber. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, it says as in the last case, the new mystery plane was reported by Tyler Rogaway at the military blog The Drive. Rogaway identified the plane as a highly modified AC-130J transport plane equipped with 30 millimeter and 105 millimeter cannons. Okay, so yeah, it is a warplane. Yeah. Advanced sensors and defensive countermeasures and a variety of missiles and guided bombs. I, I don't know if you can <laughs> see that because those were probably inside of it, but he'd assume that this aircraft can carry that. Wow. Uh, similar AC-130J aircraft are operated by the Air Force Special Operations Command, and this particular craft flew under the not-so-subtle call sign Shadow 99. This was this, the call <laughs> sign for this plane. Uh, uh, says the drive notes that aside from the awesome weapons these planes are capable of carrying, many of them are also equipped with communications intelligence gathering and emissions or emissions geolocating capabilities. The plane flew in near radio silence without squawking its call signs, so people were monitored. That's another thing that these watchdog people do. They monitor all the airways. Uh, it's call oh. sign in the normal procedure when flying over civilian areas. The same aviation experts noted that the aircraft's flight path is consistent with an AC-130 overhead surveillance profile. So people that know what they're talking about says this was flying over in a pattern that a surveillance one would be doing. Wow. So what's going on in Seattle? That's what I want to know. Why are they picking on Seattle? <laughs> God. I mean, it could have been like, so this story, when was this story? So this was March 24th, so this was Sunday. So they kicked okay. out the Russian diplomats today. Maybe they were making sure they've left in the right fashion. Who knows? But it well, was a show of force to the Russian diplomats. But Oh, my God. It's freaking crazy. Guys. Yeah, that's, that's, that's goofy. Fucking hate it. Because we, like in Kansas City... And St. Louis is in, uh, or as almost as far from I am or I am to uh, Whiteman, where the the B fifty uh, the B bomb the big bombers are the stealth planes. Right. They don't fly over any populated area unless they're doing it for a football game. So this isn't the same type of plane, but it's still a military aircraft that would have no reason to be flying over this area. Huh. Well, I'm near Scott Air Force Base, so they're the command central for a lot of the the stuff over, uh, you know, a desert storm and, you know, a lot of the stuff over in Iraq and everything. But, uh, yeah, you, you don't see I, I'm not that far away from it and uh, just a few miles. But, yeah, you don't you don't see stuff like that in the sky. If you do see something weird and somebody reports it on the news, uh, it's always that darn uh, damn uh, uh, weather balloon from 1940 that's still floating around, you know, <laughs> and they always dismiss it. It's like, come on, you know, just just say you're working on something you can't say. But, you know, we're not dumb. Don't stop with the weather balloon. You know, it's not a balloon. Wow. 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 <laughs> I freaking love that shit, though. Yeah, I mean, I know that the it's... government loves to waste our money, but I don't think it would fly <laughs> that plane around and around a certain area of Seattle just for they no might. reason. Why the hell well, not? Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> Why the hell not? <laughs> Why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> just go up there and take her around a bit, boys. 
Yeah, Take they want to see uh, test it out. <clears throat> that's right. Oh my god. Oh man. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, guys. Good lord. <clears throat> so we lost uh we lost Stephen Hawking. Yeah, that has last, happened since we last recorded. Since the last time we chatted. Um apparently now and I have yet to actually read this. He um I do hope that he was able to make it up the steps to the pearly gates. My God, I knew you were going to fucking say something. I knew you were going to say something. Uh, Jason, I didn't know you would say that. I thought Josh might have was going to say something like that. Oh, my gosh. You got a little more couth. (laughs) But now, apparently, he's come out with this. disrespectful. We're talking about the guy, and we're. I mean, I would have a sense of humor if I was in his position. You know, from yeah. what I understand is he actually did have quite the sense of humor uh, in regards to this, too. So, um, so yeah, he'd probably be laughing around along with you. Now, apparently, though, he did release a paper uh, two weeks before he passed. Um, people are losing their shit over this paper. Now, I have yet to read it, uh, but it does say here... One of the world's greatest scientists, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Two weeks before Stephen Hawking passed away, he submitted a research paper stating how scientists could find evidence of a multiverse. Uh, Hawking also predicted then the end of the world. Interesting. So uh, the multiverse. I did see the story before he passed. I remember oh, the story you? because it's more of a cautionary tale. This is the same one. Most... There was all, there's, there's been these kind of stories coming out from purportedly from him and everybody else that's a scientist at close to that level sure. for years about AI and, and everything. And um, well, so I, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. It was mostly about AI, I think. I see. Okay. It's just, it's interesting to me. So he's saying the the multiverse is obviously a theory that suggests there are many universes out there, and ours is obviously just one uh, caused by the Big Bang. Uh, this paper was said to have been completed while Hawking was on his deathbed. Uh, the idea behind it is that scientists oh, okay. can well, measure. Uh, but the idea says that scientists can measure other universes with a spaceship detector. It is believed that if the evidence had been found during the lifetime of Hawking, it might have been enough to secure him a Nobel Prize, something that escaped his grasp uh, despite being nominated often. Uh, the paper is entitled A Smooth Exit from Eternal Inflation. Um, interesting. Very, very interesting. So it says when the star's energy runs out, Earth will fade into darkness and stop existing. So that must be what he's talking about, the end of the world. I, well, I mean, there's now. just it could be soon, but I'm assuming it's a long time from well, now. Well, that's just it, guys. So, like, what's what's soon when you're talking about the the cosmos? What's soon? You know, thirty million years, five hundred million years. That's soon. You know, when you're talking that shit. I mean, my God. Well, we 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 talked about for a lot. We actually haven't mentioned it recently, but. We brought up the super volcano many, many times, and it's soon to be due. It's actually overdue, but sure. that soon is so relative. It could be definitely after our lifetimes, and it would still fit into the soon thing. So yeah, 
My it's going to happen just like the sun's going to die someday, but it's soon as relative. It's not, doesn't have to be on a human timetable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, time itself is kind of an invention of our own, right? Exactly. I mean, we're the guys that <laughs> came up with this shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's just, it's you got any more stories, shit. John? I don't. I don't have any over here. No. John, I was asking John if he had any more. Oh, other than the weather balloon, uh, all that <laughs> <laughs> kind of craziness that they keep saying uh, when there's something unusual. Oh, in that the was sky. a recent reference. They just yeah. talked about this. Oh, I didn't hear about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had. Well, you've had the uh, Arizona. They had the. Uh, oh God, there was thousands of people reporting all these crazy lights. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did and, see the Arizona one. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis, they had one. It was a. Uh, it was on the news. There was, I don't know, something. One of the building they have uh, out on a skyline, and uh, you know they were kind of shooting to the weather and and talking or whatever. And uh, they seen all these lights erratically, you know, moving around, and uh, they couldn't figure out what it was. And and right away they killed the story. They said it was some type of uh, bird. Well, I don't know too many birds that are going to be a few hundred feet up in the air that are. You know, flying around at night that are bright white, but just just craziness. I don't understand instead of just saying, Hey, we don't know what it is, I think That's they just it, always man. want to end the stories right there yes. and, and just stop it. That's what pisses me off more than anything, is they are so fucking afraid to say, I don't know. Yes. Like those three words yep. terrify the shit out of them, apparently. I don't know. I say that at least seven thousand times a fucking day. On <laughs> 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 well, all different well, scopes. <clears throat> yeah, well, then they were rerunning the story later on in the day, and they wanted to make sure that people wouldn't even think about it. They were making a joke, you know, so they kept replaying it over as a joke and, right. and everything just to make sure that story went away, that you would not even talk about it, you know, yep. at the water cooler when you're at work with yep. anybody. Other really than drive it home. Joke, so. Really drive that shit home. That tongue-in-cheek humor at the end of the broadcast. Fuck off, you know. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. It drives me well, yeah, nuts. I'm I'm also very torn on that, though. Part of me says, yeah, they just want to joke about it, get it out of our minds. But I definitely think there's a huge part of them that wants people to think it's aliens because in a most people's yeah. minds, that's crazy. So sure, it's just seen as crazy. Yes. So if maybe they were testing something, something that was military and right. they would, I think in my mind, they would love to have people think it's alien because then they're not thinking the government's up there flying something <laughs> around. True. Well, you're exactly <laughs> right. Then they can easily dismiss it as something that, you know, something kind of silly with people saying, mm-hmm. oh, that's, you know, spaceship, blah, blah, blah. And then they had that group kind of dismissing it rather than focus on what it was. But, yeah, that's a that's an excellent point, Jason. The news is one thing, and I don't think all news is, like, owned by whatever telling us everything. So the news is one thing. Yeah, they have to have some fluff in there, and that's, you know, for regular broadcast news, that is fluff. Uh, so I get I get that point too. I got your fluff, right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking here. <laughs> I got your. I got fluff story piece. for you. All right, hit this it. This was kind of fluff. <laughs> it, uh, really, honestly, it's a cautionary tale. <clears throat> okay. It's a cautionary tale for all us paranormal investigators out there. Oh shit! Ghost hunting gadget sparks bomb scare in Canada. What? No. An absent-minded ghost hunting group in Canada inadvertently <laughs> set off a bomb scare after leaving an EMF sensor behind on an investigation. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh. <laughs> damn it, guys. 
The incident occurred last week in the city of Windsor, Ontario, when someone at a historic building known as McKinsey Hall spotted a a small black box sporting a red wire and a blue light. As one can imagine, the object's unusual (laughs) appearance raised concerns, and it could be some kind of explosive device, which prompted the call to Windsor Police. Shit, I bet. Although authorities were reticent to delve into the details of what happened, it was subsequently revealed that by the list. Okay, so they owned up to it. The Listal Paranormal Society that they had accidentally been the cause of the commotion. Damn it. According to the spokesperson from the group, the team had spent three hours hunting for ghosts in the building, which once served as a courthouse. So they must have went in like on business hours. Oh. And just investigated without the people sure. knowing that they were in there. Oh, maybe. Without permission. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, which once served as a courthouse as well as a jail and had apparently forgotten to pack up their EMF sensor when at the end of the day. When investigators contacted the group to confirm that the bomb had been their gear, the group were informed that the device was destroyed by the Windsor Police Explosive <laughs> Disposal Unit. Yeah, I can picture that. Oh, yeah. They had their whole robot come in and just like put it. a little dome over it and blow <laughs> it up. I it. Uh, it says, thankfully, the group does not seem to be in any trouble for what happened since it was an innocent mistake, although right. they were, they are out one EMF sensor, thanks to the no doubt much mocked member who left the device behind in the building. <laughs> you had one Comes fucking job, man. You had one fucking job. <laughs> you, you owe us yeah. hundred and fifty, whatever the cost of this thing was. <laughs> At least they don't have to pay for the bomb squad that had to go in there because that's even more expensive. Oh god, I can only imagine. Oh my god, can you oh. imagine the team and the cost and yeah. And- People yeah. having to leave work and move the move out, evacuate oh. the area and the shops, and oh my god! But no, this Shit. is on the same level. I mean, it's not the same thing. Don't get me wrong here, but it's on the same level from the outside looking in, the eyes looking on us as investigators, as people that break into buildings, in sure. the sense that it just it puts us. Even though it's not as big about black spot, it puts a black spot on the community because. Right. It's just negative press, I guess. You could say. We yep. see a lot of that, though. I mean, and there again, you know, unless it's around the Halloween season, you know, we do get a lot of that tongue-in-cheek shit that's kind of directed our way. Um, no matter what, it's kind of, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's its going to take a lot, and I do mean a lot, for this field to be looked at as any type of of you know science, reputable science in any way shape or form um fuck me man but yeah every one of these stories man it sets us back another decade you know what i'm saying like easily yeah easily yep crazy it's crazy shit so what else my friend shit this one sounds interesting i kind of wish i fucking lose you what's going on Three tons of gold bars fall from Russian cargo plane. What the fuck? Maybe that's what they were looking for in Seattle. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. It's making sense. You guys got to go back. To, <laughs> the plane's back. flying around. It's trying to locate <laughs> the, the gold bars. I think I feel like oh, we're connecting dots, on, guys. It happened on the tarmac. I see a video of oh, it. A bizarre okay. incident in the sky over Siberia saw 200 gold bars tear through a cargo plane and plummet to the ground. Wow. 
I mean, there's not much else to the story. The video kind of shows it all. It's just they're all laying all over the tarmac. <laughs> but, I mean, as long as I wasn't inside my house, I, I'd let that shit fall on my house. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Give a shit less. <laughs> Wreck it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the guy? Did you secure the hatch? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. ah, all good. Go. <laughs> Damn, all this stuff fall out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my gosh, man! It's freaking nuts, dude. Nuts. All right, Koopsik. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you go through your little spiel? Oh, uh, you want to give me? All, you want me to get all my stuff? Get out your shit so out of the way. You. Get it the fuck out of the way <laughs> before I try to say anything. Well, before I go into that, let's have John. That's a good idea too. Let's do fans where they can find him and all the stuff that he does. Well, guys, I'm. You can follow me anywhere on uh, Facebook. You can find Hot Rod Paranormal, or you can find Hot Rod Paranormal Radio. And uh, you can also find me at WCJV Digital Broadcasting. I'm on all the apps, so iHeartRadio, Mixcloud, iTunes. I mean, my God, Pinterest, YouTube. I'm, I'm on everything, everywhere. Uh, I think everything but a soup can and a string to the neighbor's house, I'm everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh but the show's fun. We it's a paranormal show, and and we get into some interesting guests, uh, all different types of the paranormal field, and uh, it's it's an interesting show. It's it's not a regular uh, kind of a boring show. We like to to mix it up, and uh, I'm there uh, every Wednesday night at eight o'clock Central Time, uh, and uh, for interesting conversations on the paranormal. Hell yeah, it's a great show. And I'm also an investigator, so. I do a lot of stuff. Uh, some things I may put up on uh, Hot Rod Paranormal uh, webpage, but uh, both those pages, I had the replays of the radio shows there as well. So, uh, But I do still go out and investigate. I'm, I'm still uh, doing all that, uh, just doing it you know, privately and stuff. But I will have some uh, interesting events uh, that I'm hoping to find out even uh, as early as this Wednesday. Uh, it includes Hot Rods and uh, some paranormal and and uh, some some neat stuff. So I'm still Shit. having some stuff planned this summer. So uh, for everybody, enjoy. Very nice. What I want to know is, how the hell did you find Josh? <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> how did you find Josh? How did you find out about Josh? Actually, I had Johnny Hauser on my show, and oh, okay. uh, and Josh was listening, and he he really digged the show and liked what I was about, and it's it's different. It's it's I'm I'm not a typical paranormal guy, right? But I like to have fun and get down to business, and uh, so Josh was following, and uh, we ended up hooking up on uh, chat and was talking, and uh, he was coming through St. Louis and and with his documentary, and and uh, we ended up hitting it off and talking, and uh, the rest is history. So I think we got some fun things. Uh, hopefully. Uh, in the future, plan because because yeah. man, dude, we got we got to hook up and I guess are we gonna bring Chris along then or is or, you're not gonna make Chris stay home, are you, Chris Case? No, nah, he could come along. That's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. I was gonna say Chris I, I don't come. even know who Chris Case dude, is. Dude, you got to meet Chris. Honestly, Chris is a great guy. Yeah, he's a uh, yeah. he's the head guy of uh, Omni Paranormal out of Omaha, Nebraska. Great bunch of. I've peeps. heard of Omni. Yeah, they're I've heard great, of Omni, but I I haven't met them. They're a great bunch of yeah. people. They really are. Really are good. Good guy. So my, yeah. And I'm going to have Chris on. We're going to talk a lot about his typical investigations, what they do, and what they find, how he got started in paranormal, and and uh, just just uh, topics like that. Shit, yeah, it's going to be great. 
Were you asking a question, Coops? I'm sorry. Just, no, no, no. I was going to say, I was going to make a statement. My Skype did a weird thing and zoomed into your face real quick, Josh. Did you like that? It was a little odd. It was a little you shocking. Liked you liked it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're making me blush, man. <laughs> I <can> love it. <laughs> oh, it's good. Now, Koopsik, let's say hypothetically. I do have to say that. Um, yeah. Okay, so I, um, I, I'm not going to say what you want me to say fuck all right you perked up a little bit but i, I do have to say something um so i hung out with eric insbrenner all weekend right yeah he's a good guy. and good guy and we went to big rip after the fair and we recorded some stuff and i'm i'm, nice. I'm editing all that stuff and soon everybody that's listening i went to the casey metaphysical fair over the weekend and got some awesome content just some great stuff yeah, those Eric videos well. are sweet too. Yeah, I like that. I was sitting down with Innsbrenner afterwards while we were recording and talking about um, he wants to do a podcast and we're going to do a podcast together. It's not going to be paranormal podcast. It's going to be ramblings esque, but a little bit bigger, a little bit different. Nice. Uh, ramblings is his old show, right? Right. With Rick Rose. Anyway, so th- what I'm getting to is, I talked about how you live. Three hours away from me. Yes. You don't even have to see my face, and we could just sit here and have a great show like we're in the same room with sure. that same chemistry. That means something. It means something because I don't even know if I could do that with Eric. I could do that Go with on. you. Go on. <laughs> no, it means like since day yeah, one, right? like, when I was even on the phone before, it, it's just like most people that listen to our show other than a little technical crap don't know that we're not sitting there looking at each other which is a really right. hard thing to do radio wise sure it is. so Absolutely. i gotta give us and you props on that because we just kind of fit in there like that well you know i mean we are this is episode 251 i mm-hmm. mean so you would hope that we would fucking have it by now yeah <laughs> 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 And I think you joined the show around episode 30. Is that correct? 30 or 40? The first one, I think the first one I was on was 30. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we've done. Well, and and I got to tell you, radio is harder than, than oh, people think because oh, uh, I'm used to talking. I do public speaking as well. And like I said, I'm still associated with Lent Mansion St. Louis. Yeah. So I do private events for the owner and, and do uh, different things. From time to time, I'm not a weekly tour guide as I was uh, in the past, but now with radio and doing my other stuff, I, I really wouldn't have time. But, uh, man, I tell you what, it, my my radio show is just audio only, but, man, it's hard when you're looking at a wall yeah, dude. <laughs> and talking. It, it's hard to stay focused and keep it going. So so it's a little bit more challenging than looking out at a crowd and kind of feeling the crowd out yeah. and everything. So, so it's a lot different, man. It, it really is. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> that was my big thing because I went. Uh, I was in broadcasting school for Christ a couple years anyway, um, and that was always my thing. Is when I was live on air, basically you're just talking to a control panel, and you're like, "What yes. the fuck?" I mean, you have the copy in front of your face, and you know what your talking points are. But I mean, other than that, you're on your own. Um, exactly. You're completely screwed. <laughs> you're either going to do okay or you're going to bomb that shit. <laughs> exactly. And you can't panic when you're live. I know, uh, no, I know. Uh, not too long ago, I had a show. 
uh, I had uh, Scott Porter on with the Tennessee Rate Chasers. Yeah, Man, yeah. they're counting me in, you know, live in five, four. My music's going, <laughs> everything, theme's going, and I lost everything. Yep. So I'm just talking to him. Man, I'm winging the whole show. It's an hour show. I'm winging everything. My, uh, uh, you know, station identification when we're rolling. I mean, everything is total winging it. But I had to roll with it, man. Yeah. I mean, you're live. You, you yeah. got a lot of people listening coast to coast. There's people all over the place listening. So there's no time to say time out. Hey, wait a minute. Let me find this out. I mean, you just had to keep going. So you just had to keep a cool head and keep rolling. But yeah, it, man, it's it's all the way different than talking in front of a crowd. That's for sure. Oh, I do have to say, I did. I I didn't do radio a lot. I was on maybe twenty episodes of a a local a local broadcasting radio show it's actually the biggest talk station in kc yeah i came on once a week just to talk about paranormal stuff for a little while but the thing is is that like so that was so much different i didn't i don't feel that i did that bad at it but it was definitely a much different thing than on the podcast but what i do have to say is the radio host he said when he tried to podcast yeah, it wasn't the same. It was just he second guessed everything he said. Yes, and he just had a hard time doing it because it, it wasn't live. It wasn't in the moment. He had to think about it and he had to edit it and try to think about what was going to go out there eventually. Right. So it goes both ways, at least um, uh, for some people. No, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, and and like my show, my show's live, so I'm my own worst critic and enemy so so yeah. whenever i listen back to the shows not for ego but i'm listening thinking oh my god why did i ask that or i should have went this direction with it and everything so to me it's always learning you know same way with paranormal yeah. you're constantly learning even being in it a long time you're still it's still a learning process and uh you know it, that that never goes away i think it's a good way to look at it for sure just keep learning you know always 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 yep. always absolutely it's good stuff man now Koopsik, my friend Oh yeah, I got a few things to mention here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Okay, know? so like I mentioned before, we went to the. I would like to thank Casey Metaphysical <laughs> for ha giving us press passes and allowing me to come out and interview the people that were there. We didn't get as many interviews as I'd like, only because, and it wasn't anything to do with them, but it was only because I didn't want to take away time from any of the readers, yeah, and whatnot, and and. They actually do three shows a year with a lot of the same people. So That's their next show man. in town is in July, and then they have one in November. So I, I already we we are already invited back to the next show. So all right. So you guys uh, didn't piss anybody that, off. Josh, That's so. good. You didn't piss anybody off. I like it. No, we didn't <laughs> piss anybody off. And actually, I interviewed the organizers, <laughs> a bunch of the people there. One guy, one guy who's local to Kansas City. I. We could get 10, 15 episodes out of him and not repeat a single thing. My God. Uh, just like metaphysical, magical stuff. Wow. And that'll all be like the interview with him is 20 minutes long. And it's just kind of all over the place because I didn't know where it was going. It was just like, yeah, that's okay, the best. Yeah, man, yeah. Everybody will hear that soon. So it's just a conversation. Like you know, I love for it. having us out. Yeah, that's freaking great. I like to thank Eric Ensbrenner for filling us in and being our top patron as well. That's what's up. I would like to um, mention that we will be in St. Louis, or some of us, at least I will be in St. Louis, <laughs> May 12th, uh, May 11th and 12th, uh, at the Crossroads Metaphysical Fair, as well as some other stuff, whatever we set up between now and then. God. If you... Um, 
if you want to be our patron, if you, even a dollar would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. And we'd love you forever for doing it. You're a fucking asshole. Just go to the Patreon.ectoplasm show. Um, I'm quitting. Backslash ectoplasm show. I'm quitting the show. And join. And <laughs> you just fucking said that. Even at a dollar, it would help a lot. A lot. If you get to five dollars, we'll send you some stuff. If you go above that, we'll send you even more stuff. And yeah, it's cool. You'll be a meat stuff. mate. I, you know, I got a some great mate. audio of Innsbrenner talking about meat mates that I'm gonna. <laughs> you, we're gonna have to clip and put into oh, yes. the show. Yes, yes, yes. I'm all so yeah, that. go to ectoplasm or patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show. Go to threadless. Uh, it's ectoplasmshow.threadless.com and you can get all your meat make gear as well as any <laughs> other ectoplasm show stuff. <laughs> Innsbrenner just bought a a, a, a a phone case as well. Oh and nice. My buddy man. down in Texas, Josh, uh yeah. bought another t shirt. So oh, it's wow. getting out there. Our stuff is getting out there. We got some great designs on there. Yeah, that's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. Thanks to our pal Myron. And I know you've been putting in some work on that, too. I'm dumb as shit when yeah, it comes I, to I that stuff. To, so. not, I, or I have to uh, design a whole new t-shirt just because of Eric. I didn't think anybody was willing to give us $20 a month. <laughs> so I put out there that I would design a special shirt for people at $20 a month. And then yeah. here comes in Sprinter out there <laughs> saying he's going to be a doctor's minions. I love it. That's what that level is. I so it. I have to design a t-shirt. I'm going to put my face on it, Eric, just so you know. You need to get him a bingo dabber. That's what you need to get him. That sick little I have, I have, <laughs> I have him talking about that on the show, too. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, uh, let's say hypothetically somebody wanted to call the show and maybe, yeah. you know, like. I'm getting there, Josh. Oh, I'm God. getting there. We have a lot of shit. Yeah, go to nine one three seven. Not go to call nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. I've been drinking gin, actually. Yeah, I do want to mention it's one of our sponsors. So, one of the first things I did, and it wasn't because for any reason. It was just I was going there anyways. But one of the first things I did after my friend died is I went down to Big Rip yeah, and I got saw my that. friend's mug because he had a mug club mug. Yeah, at Big Rip. I went down there and I got his mug, and I've been drinking gin out of it all tonight. So if I sound like I've gotten drunker and drunker no, it's throughout great. the episode, I have been. I love it. So <laughs> his mug says "Cancer Killer" because he survived cancer for 27 years before right. he passed. Right. And I've been drinking gin out of it all night. So Fucking go man. check out Big Rip. They're a lot of fun. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. But where you you can find everything. <laughs> Is ectoplasmshow.com. Everything that I've mentioned and not mentioned well because I've been drinking gin, you can find it at ectoplasmshow.com. I think you're too hard on yourself, man. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we, and we have to we have to mention our network, Pod Bros. Go to podbros.com, say hi. If you can listen to our show on Pod Bros website, yeah. it'll show them that you love us and you can listen to every other show they have on their website. So there's 30 plus shows there and we're the only paranormal show. That's and if right. any other paranormal show tries to get on there, we're probably going <laughs> to kick their ass, but <laughs> go to pod bros, tell John that you love us and that you want it's to hear gin, more of us. It's the gin talk. Cubes, <laughs> it gets all lippy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh! I got most of the time. I don't really care what people, <laughs> what I say, and what people think of me. But when I have a few drinks, it's even worse. It's that's what's up. That's what's up. He gets pissed off. John <laughs> looks like he doesn't know what the hell's going on right it. now. I do want to thank okay. John Helia though for joining us tonight, uh, buddy. This was fucking fun. This was a lot of fun. Oh, I had a lot of fun. You guys are great. Thank yeah, you. I, I, Hey, anytime you want want me to come back, man, I'd love to come back. Shit, yeah, dude. That'd be great. That would be great. All right, peeps. Absolutely. Now, now, Koopsick, do you have anything else that you want to fucking say before I close out the show? <laughs> I'll save it because we had we had a we had some more reviews and we had some what? more text and whatnot. Wait a minute. Are they bad reviews? Because I no, really want to hear them. Actually. Damn. Okay, so I'll pull them up. I won't. I won't fuck up the reviews at least. <laughs> oh, I do want to mention while I'm pulling up the reviews that we're gonna have Jenna, the butt sex girl, on That's Wednesday. True. So later this week. That's true. John has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. So we have. Like, it's funny because we have people that'll call into the show every once in a while, and it's just basically it rings to Koopsik's phone, uh-huh. and so most of the time it's just a voicemail. And she will leave a voicemail, but it's just her saying, but six. <laughs> That's all she says. That's it, dude. She that does it to it. other shows, too. And I, we're, we're having her on because I do know that she has more to offer than just That's what She has her own podcast and, and stuff. But, but yeah, that, I mean, that's what she's known for, and I, I think she's proud of it. So. I would be, too. It's That's her stuff. calling card, I guess. Well, the first time, it really threw okay, so me I off guard. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's I have so two new reviews to read. Okay. Uh, one is from Jeff, Jeff Adamic, who he, is, uh, he does a podcast called Changing Hearts and Minds. It's a veteran-based podcast about uh, changing hearts and minds, about veterans. And he left us a five-star review. Nice. I actually met him. He was in KC for the PodCon and whatnot uh, a couple of weeks ago, which you also missed, God, by the way. dude, fuck, kill me. I'm sorry. <laughs> he says, I love this show. The weekly any, the weekly news on all things paranormal, conspiracy, and weird and scientifically related topics keep me coming back week after week. And then we have another one from Not a Wussy. Nice. I don't know if he did that just for us because we've had things talking about how insensitive we are, you are specifically, and how they don't like our loud music and they also don't like our cussing. Uh, that's true. Uh, anyways, it's from Not A Wussy. He says it's a great podcast. He says this podcast is great because of the banter between Josh and Dr. Feelgood, nice. myself. <laughs> just a couple of guys drinking usually and talking about cool paranormal stuff. Also, Sweet. the Dr. Feelgood audio drop-ins make me laugh every time. Keep it up, Josh. Like, um, let's see. How about this one? Let me do this. He did me from behind, which felt great. Like that? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got, so you can close out the show. All right. Well, once again, John, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Hey, thanks a lot. I had a lot of fun, and man, I, I, I got to come back, man. Yeah, anytime. Absolutely, anytime. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Jason. Now, for the rest of you meat mates out there, 
I hope you have a good rest of your evening or day or whenever the hell it is that you're listening to this. And we will talk to you again very, very soon. Peace out.